Hey everyone, this is Katherine Egley. I'm so glad to get to share with you today. I want to first of all say thanks to Deb for all that you do for the Help Club for Moms and for giving me this opportunity opportunity oops, to encourage the women today. I have such an exciting word for you. I can't wait to share it. So if you're watching, please uh, say hello in the comments and tell me where you're watching from. I'm recording this from Minnesota. So I am going to pray with you guys today. So also in the comments, leave your uh, prayer requests and we'll pray together in just a minute. So today I'm going to share with you the secret to contentment, the secret to contentment. Well, um, if you um, don't have this yet, this week we're starting a brand new Bible study called The Wise Woman Believes. And this is a study written by moms and for moms. It's extremely practical. It's easy. There's short studies each day, three a week, to inspire you as a mother. So um, I'll leave a comment or I'll leave a um, link to this book in the comments if you don't have it yet. But I encourage you to get a book and do this study with us this semester. Hey, Deb, I see you're watching. Um, and then let me start with, uh, let's see. Philippians 12 or Philippians chapter four, verses 12 and 13 is the secret to contentment. You know, our world is crazy right now and it's different to be content in a situation um, than with a situation. We can still be content in a situation, even though we're not content with what's happening in the world. So we can't control our circumstances, but we can learn how to be content and how to control how we respond to things on the outside of our control. Have you guys ever heard of Winston Churchill? I consider him a hero. He helped uh, defeat Hitler. Do you know that before he became prime minister of England, he almost had a nervous breakdown. He was so focused on what was happening in politics and the problems around the world that it nearly killed him. He was so overwhelmed and so beaten down. And his sister gave him a set of her children's watercolors, probably didn't look like this. Here's my children's watercolors. And she said, Winston, you need a hobby. You need to do something else besides just focus on the world's problems. So he started painting and it helped him to not just be so laser focused on the problems. It, it helped him look for beauty around the world and paint it. And he, he painted for the rest of his life. So I love that it was a children's watercolor set that he started with, because as moms, that's something that we all have. And I just would love for you guys, when you're feeling overwhelmed with the world, just stop and maybe paint with your kids or read with your kids or get down and play with them. Something I do that's really silly is um, sometimes when my kids just need a break and they need me is I'll just sit down in the middle of or get on my knees in the middle of the living room and we'll play a game called Tickle Tackle. And they just try to run past me without getting tickled or tackled. And everybody laughs and it's fun. And it's a game they've uh, we've played since they were little. Now my kids are getting a little bit big for it, but they still ask to play Tickle Tackle. I'm going to say hello. Uh, to, oh, uh, this is not a professional setup here. As you can tell, I keep bumping my phone. Kara, thanks for watching. My sister's here. Good morning. Uh, somebody else is saying uh, hello. Rachel, I'm glad you're here. Well, um, I want to show you something here. If you look at this piece of paper, what do you see? Now, if you're like me, See if I can do this. When I saw this, the the only thing I noticed was the black dot. Are you like me? Is that what you noticed for, too? 
When you look at a piece of paper, you see the black dot, but you don't notice all this white, white space around the dot. Don't even notice it. Let's say this dark spot represents the problems in our world. The white space is all the good stuff happening. There is always good stuff happening. The black dot just grabs our attention. It's easier to notice. It's what's talked about. We need to pay attention to what we're paying attention to. Winston Churchill was like so laser focused on this right here that he didn't notice all the beauty around him. And when his sister gave him that watercolor set, it forced him to see what was outside this black dot right here. And he started seeing the beauty of the world. And he started painting pictures of nature and trees. We can't control this. It's never going to go away while we're living on earth. There's always going to be negativity, but we don't have to let it control us. We can control what we're watching, what we're listening to, what we're focused on. And what we focus on is determines how we feel. Let me say that again. What we focus on determines how we feel. Speaking of... Uh, Speaking of focus, a couple months ago, I told my boys we were going to the Arboretum. They're like, Mom, what's an Arboretum? Like, it's a place with a lot of trees and nature. They're like, Mom, that's boring. We've got trees in our own yard. Let's just look at those. Like, no, we're going to the Arboretum. And they weren't really, they, you know, excited about it. So I turned it into a game. I said, whoever, I let them take their school iPads. And I said, whoever can take the best picture of something there wins a dollar. So they're like, oh, it's a game. It's a contest. Okay, we're all in. So we all went to the Arboretum. And you would not believe the beauty they captured with their iPads. I, I printed a couple of the pictures. This is from my uh, eight or nine. He wasn't quite nine yet. He's nine now. This is one picture. I think my six-year-old took this picture. You can see the reflection of the trees in the water. And then this picture. I'll link to some more of their pictures below. They found beauty and goodness everywhere. And what I realized when I was talking to my husband about it later is that if I wouldn't have asked them to take pictures, they wouldn't even have noticed the beauty. They probably would have like maybe looked at their iPads. They would have thrown rocks. The beauty was all around us, but we may have totally missed it. And that's kind of how life is. There's always beauty and goodness. It's just easy to overlook it. Let me say that again. It's not that God's beauty and goodness is hard to find. It's just that it's easy to overlook. These past 10 months with coronavirus and COVID have been intense. They've been challenging, but in the midst of the pain and the challenge, there is always a blessing. Always. One I just mentioned is that we get outside more. Number two, being home with four boys and everything canceled, we're home for school, no sports. That's been a challenge. But then we just realized just a couple days ago that no one's been sick. I think for the last 13 years that I've been a parent, every December, January, we've kind of just done this rotation through the whole house of everyone being sick. And we've all been healthy because we've all been inside. So, uh, so what's wrong is always available, but so is what's right. So if you're having a hard time thinking about what's going good right now, I'd encourage you to uh, get a notebook and start writing down what you're grateful for. Start noticing the good, because when you're looking for it, you'll find it. My husband just said the other day that a setback, we feel like maybe what's happening in the world, we took just a big setback. A setback is just a setup for a comeback.
And I thought that was really good. A setback is just a setup for a comeback. Now I want to get to the most important thing of all, our scripture. There's such power in life in this, in this book here. Philippians chapter 4, verses 12 and 13. It says, I know, it's, it's as if Paul, who wrote this, lived through 2020. He says, I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound. Uh, in any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and, hung and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Paul found the great paradox. The, Paul's secret is the grand paradox of life. It's the complete dependence on another. The Amplified Bible, I wrote it down. It says it so much more powerfully. I or more powerfully. I listen to this. Philippians 4, chapter verse 13. It says, I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Wow, that's powerful. If you think about the caterpillar, when it goes into that cocoon, it thinks it's at the end of the world. It thinks its life is over. It never got to do much or see much. Richard Bach said, what the caterpillar calls the end of the world, the master calls the butterfly. Wow. Well, you guys, uh, it's time to pray now. So I'm going to look through my comments here and I want to pray with you. And I'm going to start uh, just by lifting up our nation. I'm going to go through the comments here. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Deborah. It's my stepmom. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Nikki, hello. Thank you. I know. Aren't those pictures awesome? Deb says, life is a mixture of good and bad. Beauty is always around us. That's right. Uh, and Von Voskamp's 1000 Gifts book is so good. You're exactly right. This is actually why I started. I read uh, Ann, Ann Voskamp's book, 1000 Gifts. And if you look here, this is 1000 things that I'm thankful for. I highly recommend you get a journal and just start, just try to get to a thousand and you will get there. Um, yeah, okay, let's see. Yes, Jennifer's on number 531. Good morning, Donna. Uh, and please leave your prayer requests and I'm going to look here. I'm going to just going to start praying for our nation and then I'll look to see if you have anything that um, I can pray for you about. And if you're watching this after the live video, leave your comments and I'll continue to pray as I see a prayer request go into the comments. So God, um, thank you so much for your word, for the power in it. God, that we are completely sufficient through your sufficiency. We have everything we need because we have your strength and your peace and your wisdom. Thank you for giving that to us. And God, we lift up our nation. John Adams said our constitution was made for a moral and a religious people. And we just ask for our leaders uh, just to come to know you, reveal your truth and your love to them. We need you, God. Our country needs you. God, empty us of our ugliness and fill us with you. We speak against hate, the hate and vitriol that is uh, seems to be rampant in our world. We pray for peace and love to reign. We ask uh, you to give our leaders wisdom. We pray that any evil plans against our nation or people will be uncovered. 
God, we pray that our leaders lead with wisdom and humility, with strength and peace as they seek you. God, pour out your goodness on our country. God, I pray that those of us that call ourselves Christ followers will lead by example, will lead with love and with peace. We'll, um, I pray for uh, Jennifer. God, I pray for her marriage, for better communication. Oh God, we could all use that. For those of us that are married, I pray for love to pour out in our marriages. God, for you to give us better communication. God, that we know how to speak with wisdom and kindness. God, I pray uh, for Donna, for her um, fibromyalgia flare-ups, for healing for her in the name of Jesus. Oh, take away the pain. I pray for Mike and Luke. They need a physical miracle as well. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you as a great physician will pour your healing into their bodies. God, um, Deb Weekly just said that if you need a prayer request, you could also email us at admin at thehelpclubformoms.com. Let's see. Oh God, I lift up Kara to you, a young lady with cancer that she's starting a treatment today. God, I pray you give her hope. You give her peace. And God, I pray for healing to pour through her body in the name of Jesus. Strengthen her family as they try to support her. God, in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for Raquel Mendoza. I pray for mending relationship and the raising up of children. God, I pray that her children come to know you, that you heal relationships. God, I pray for um, that you bless their finances as well. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Shannon. All right. Thanks, you guys, so much for being here today. Uh, Deborah says, the secret Christian weapon is love and his kind of love. And she also said, gratitude is a huge life changer that we are fully in control of of in an out of control world. Yes, we can be gra- grateful and fully in control in an out of control world. Um, I lift up uh, my sister Kara asked that we pray for her husband, Terry. God, I pray that you bless him and his work, that you give him wisdom. I pray for Karis and Eli, my niece and nephew, that they would be lights and hope to those around them. Thank you, God, that you, I've already seen that displayed. I pray that you give them boldness and courage and wisdom and you bless them. God, for all the children of the moms watching, I pray for healing. I pray for protection. I pray that they all come to know you at a young age and they stay close to you throughout their lives and that they are lights to the world around them. They bring light in the darkness in Jesus name. Thanks you guys so much for watching today. And as we close, let me just remind you to find things that you're grateful for. Share them in the comments or write them in a notebook. Um, Change your focus. Change what you're focused on. The black dot or all this. Your focus determines your feelings. And then find a hobby. If you're consumed with everything happening in the world, find another hobby besides social media. Limit your time there. Go paint with your kids. Run around with them and exercise. Play tag, paint, read a book, do a puzzle. And then Philippians 4.13. I'm going to have you say with me the amplified version, okay? So wherever you are watching, repeat after me, Philippians 4.13. I am ready for anything. I am equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace.
I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Wow, that's so powerful. There's such power in these words. Don't forget to open this and tap into that power, you guys. Thanks for watching. Again, um, we'd love for you to be in our Bible study with us this semester. And you guys have a great day, and I'll continue to pray. Bye.